Reese Wabara. Leonardo, what's happening? We're out here. Living. Beautiful California. <laughs> trying, trying. UK guys out here in California just just taking it in. Trying. What, what brings you out here right now? What, what, what's the plan? Why are you here? Uh, to be honest, um, in this instance, it's more of a break. Yeah. Obviously, when you're back home, it's uh, 24 hours, 355 days. So I'll give myself 10 days to kind of you know, reflect, um, have some me time. And to be honest, it's really beneficial in a business perspective because my brain comes alive. Um, obviously, we're in Hollywood right now. Uh, you know, this is where, you know, the, the biggest people, the most famous people are in the world. Um, so it's a city of opportunity. So it kind of triggers your mind in several ways. Um, uh, but firstly, just to, to take some time, <laughs> read some books and uh, in the process of that, you know, you always come into uh, contact with people um, which have mutual benefits and, and you can both propel forward. So uh, there's big wins as well as breaks, so. I mean, I feel like LA is 11 hours away. It's not like a, a place that's around the corner. No. Um, and a lot of people try to do their breaks. You're from Manchester, so a lot of people go to Spain, yeah, go to yeah. Greece, they go to, you know, things that are two, three hours away. What mm -hmm. makes you, what, what, what do you think and feel about traveling so far to get this inspiration, to get this break? Uh, I think, you know, America has one form of inspiration. Um, you know, there's, like I said, you know, you look around and you've got $100 million houses and you've got, you know, uh, like I said, the world's most famous and successful actors and, you know, talent. Uh, and then you can go to other places in the world. You can go to, like you said, Spain, you can go to Greece and you see culture and the culture can inspire you in alternate ways. And that could be aside from business, that could be, uh, you know, a family perspective, a friendship perspective. Um, just understanding the, the world and its complexities, you know, the, the uh, you know, you can go to Egypt, you can see pyramids which are formed, which none of us have an idea of how that's happened. And all those things trigger your mind. So I think America is, um, you, know, the, you know, the American dream, so to speak. So um, this is not for everybody, but um, in terms of, you know, as I said, the talent in the world, this is where they reside. And, uh, you know, if you can mix among the, the best and uh, have a, you know, offer them value in terms of, you know, whatever business you're in. There's, there's massive opportunity and if you can make it in America, you can make it anywhere. So, um, yeah, it's just one place, a different type of inspiration. I mean, I love this place. I, I think, for me, I came here when I was 19 yeah. and it blew my mind. Just seeing the orchestra, you know, the architecture of these houses, mm -hmm. you've got pools, you've got sun, a lot of temptation, of course, yeah, 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 as yeah. I'm sure a good looking <laughs> man like yourself gets, but it's also a place which allows you to see where the imagination can can take you if you want to take it to that level. Of you course. Know, you're, you're one block away from a millionaire. Yeah, yeah. Point. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I think, I mean, one of the things I wanted to discuss, you you, you had a great, great, great sit down with us mm -hmm. uh, on my come up, you know, not too long ago. Yeah, thanks and for that. Great reception. A lot of kids have been emailing me and messaging and trying to even get interview or yeah. trying to get contact with you. I mean, I've become your security guard. <laughs> but a lot of people are really trying to decipher and understand you know, because this 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 digital age looks so simple. Yeah. You know, people really believe they really believe that if we have an Instagram, if we have an influencer, money's gonna get made. Yeah. Right. And I think, as easy as that sounds, and as 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 fortunate as a position you are in, where you can actually now profile yourself and express your story, a lot of people kind of lack the the the, the underlining of how long it takes to get a brand to this kind of altitude where you can only have a break but at the same time you can be recognized mm. both in Europe uh, internationally yeah. and in Manchester I mean how, how 
how have you managed to to get that off the ground you know just and i'm not saying it from a position of like the story of this company but i mean as a as a, as a company and a route how do you get businesses that are clothing orientated to really start turning profit i think uh, it all comes down to you said it's not simple um, but it is simple in the same way because uh, fundamentally you need to have a very strong product um, something that is very attainable in a few places um, and then you need to look after your the people who are buying the product you know it's all well and good uh, shipping something out and forgetting about that customer but that customer needs to return that's what builds profits uh, retention so I think a lot of people are so focused on acquiring new customers you know giving it to a new influencer uh, you know looking after the influencers more so than the customers and that's a big error um, because the customers pay the bills and uh, and the customers make a company profitable and with profit it allows you as a business owner to increase your service so your customer again has even more value so it is the fundamentals the product um, the customer um, and you can know there's I, I listen to entrepreneurs um, quite often I have conversations and I always try and help people and listen to their perspective and maybe challenge their perspective just to see you know just make them think a little bit and I often see like people will say oh changing a button from green to red or uh, changing a layout of a website or email, we've got a new web design, and those are very incremental gains. They will not make your business successful, and they won't make your business unsuccessful, um, but you have to go back to the fundamentals. Fundamentals being, what value do I offer? What can someone get from me that they cannot get elsewhere? And, uh, and that also sounds easy, um, because as a, again, as a business owner, what you value and what your customer values can often be entirely different. I could like this shirt, for example, uh, I could think these are the best shirts in the world, no one can get them anywhere. Maybe there's a reason why no one can get them anywhere because maybe there's not a market for it. So I could be biased towards this um, shirt. Uh, and that's another um, theory which I often discuss with people is uh, confirmation bias. Uh, as an owner, when you're so passionate about something, or just in general, if you're so passionate about a topic, you often find uh, within the research the positive points which uh, confirm your theory. As soon as you, know, you see uh, theories that don't like kind of contradict what you believe you dismiss them and you don't write them down on a paper and think okay that's a negative and the negatives may outweigh the positives because you're so passionate about something you're biased towards the positives i think um i hear people when they say i want to buy a new car um i say why they say uh this car's you know it's a bit old now uh, it's having a few problems these problems could be fixable very cheaply but instead they go into debt they uh they, um, you know, for three, four years, and they can't really afford it at times, some people, just because they, they are weighing up all the negatives of the car as opposed to the, the positives and the, the, the cost-effective ways to fix the, the problems. So the bias towards um, the reason why they want a new car, and we're all guilty of it. Um, and, and I think, again, it's just about going back to the fundamentals and making sure that you are offering significant value. You're looking after your customer base um, and you're always providing them value. And when you do make a profit, that profit has to go straight back into the business to provide even more value, to increase your logistics speed, to increase your product quality, to increase your packaging. Um, you, may, you name it, it has to be, again, offering people value. And when you offer people value and offer it to the masses, wealth does accumulate from that. Um, but it's hard because, as you said, we're in LA now. This is when you, know, you start to see money and you want to do this, you want to do that, and you've never had it, so you want to do it. And that's fine and you should do it. I think everybody on this God's green earth should um, enjoy themselves and you know, have like a budget, which that's my enjoy me budget and I don't care if I spend it and that's important. But the problem is, is with 
places like Los Angeles and uh, other places amongst America and even England, to, so to speak. Um, you can get caught up in it and you can start spending your profits on your personal brand or your personal ego. And before you know it, your business has you know, been taken from your eyes. And I see it frequently, definitely in fashion. There's many people who act with their ego, um, not with their mind, and it's all about them. Um, and again, I have, I'm all for personal brandings. I think it's fantastic, especially in the, the time we're in. Uh, but at the same time, you know, your business comes at a cost and your business is what provides the opportunity for you to build your brand and provide the lifestyle that you wish to obtain. So the business always has to come first. And uh, going back to the budgeting um, situation, I believe, you know, everyone has a set income most of the time. Um, and you budget accordingly. You have your spend all budget, your investing budget and your daily, uh, well, your monthly cost budget. And, you know, you work around that. And uh, it is very crucial for, to have that blow it budget because Everybody does it. Everybody needs something just to, you know what? Let, let go. Let go. You know. Stay inspired as well. Yeah, for sure. Because um, uh, sorry. Um, the thing is, is that as a entrepreneur, you're thinking this money here. If I invest it, it can become five times. But you can't think like that for everything because you'll never buy anything. Yeah. You can say, oh, this car's X amount. Um, if I invest it into this business, it could become five times. Yeah, it could. But you could live like that forever. With you could have that. I'm eating at a restaurant, it cost me 30 pounds. I could go to the supermarket and make, uh, cook five pounds worth of ingredients and still be full. But when does the balance stop, you know, it's, it's, you have to... Um, it's interesting, isn't it? Because this is, like you said, it's like the timing thing. You, know, you hold back, but then for each year we hold back, you're also losing a bit of your life. Of course, yeah. In that hold back. Mm -hmm. So ramifications of things not coming out, especially in a place like this. Hollywood is oh, a yeah. very prime example of that. There are a lot of people that come here with the dream making their acting, their directing, mm -hmm. their music mm -hmm. careers come to, you know, they come with that dream. Yeah. And the sad truth is there are there are not that many positions available for them. No. And my, my, my thing in what you were saying, which I think was very interesting about the, the business part of it, mm -hmm. but if you take it a bit more back and go into the emotional side of it, mm -hmm. there is a lot of failure. Oh yeah, right? it's life. And I think the real question a lot of startups really struggle with, and a lot of, especially within the, the B2B consumer mm -hmm. industry where people are selling to businesses or they're selling uh, to, the pair, to their peers, you have cash flow problems yeah. at times when you're getting invoices. Uh -huh. You have uh, situations where you have highs and lows with clients that are buying yeah. from you. Yeah. So it's hard to distinguish at a certain point. And I think that's where you go into people taking profit. Mm -hmm where a company is actually winning, mm -hmm. that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. So what do you, I mean, in your experience, have you had moments where it hasn't been the greatest and you've had to emotionally enjoy yourself through that period? Maybe not personally, but business-wise in regards to the specific performance of the business, where you've had to maneuver yourself and almost stay as close to the business about emotionally reacting in order for it to get back to, to an even place. Yeah, absolutely. Um, last year, I think, I think uh, I can't remember when our interview was, maybe maybe a little prior to that. So um, we was, uh, in Q1, Q2, we performed okay. Uh, obviously, we, we, you know, we're four years old at this point, just, just turned four years old. So, you know, we never really had a real go at summer. We tried some things, we ordered too heavy in some things and um, they didn't sell as well as expected. Um, Nevertheless, you know, we sell all on our site, so cash flow is always strong. Um, however, 
uh, when we purchase winter stock, we have to pin purchase winter stock maybe, you know, we pay the deposits like uh, four months in advance. Um, and obviously winter wear stock is significantly more expensive than a t-shirt. You know, you can be paying, you know, you know, four or five times the amount. Um, and obviously you pay, you know, your, your deposit for the, the stock, you sign it all off and that stock has to get made, which takes longer as well, 60 days, and it has to go in the sea so you don't, you know, spend a lot on air freight. Um, so, you know, you're committing to products which you do not have physically for four months. Then the, the balance is due also when the, the stock are, no, when the stock gets shipped. So then you without, in this instance, you know, you know, a million pound of pure of the company's money, my money, uh, again, no investors. Um, and I overcommitted to stock and the sales which were uh, supposed to generate in Q1, Q2 were good, but not good enough to, uh, well, it was tight, put it this way, it wasn't tight enough to withstand the amount of stock that I ordered in projection for the, the latter quarter's success. So I, at the time I had a, a Lamborghini Aventador, a Rolls Royce Rave, and again, my, my dad's always raised me, do not borrow money from anybody, you know. Don't ask the bank, don't ask uh, your friends, whatever it may be, uh, which, which I'll get into again later. So first thing I did, I said, okay, my personal cash, I, I was quite frugal, so I had a lot saved. I had a car, uh, two cars. First thing, both cars sold. My FD at the time was like, wow, like, you know, you really, I knew you said you would always, you know, die for the business, so do what you gotta do to make sure we get where we need to get. But within, you know, a month, both cars are sold. I remember people saying to me at the time, what happened is, is the business not performing? Well, I just said, you'll see. Just, no, you'll see. <laughs> because obviously I had two cars and now I think, uh, I still had a nice car, so forever grateful. But I got rid of the cars to fund, to make sure that the gap for the four months that cash flow was still okay, but not as, we didn't have you know, a big pile of cash to be, to be comfortable on. Um, so sold the cars, invested my personal money, the car money back into the business. Um, and it was tight for you know two, three months, very tight. Um, the stock lands, we made some good choices, and, and bang, the cash flow were back, you know, back seven figures in the bank account, fantastic. But at the time, I didn't know if that stock was gonna, was gonna sell. You know, at the time when I committed to it, I thought so, but when you've got cash flow issues and you've committed to so much stock, if it fails, I've already expleted all my personal money, so the next thing is, I need to go to the bank, I need to go to investors, I need to sell part of the company. So that's all running through my mind. At the same time, I've got you know, 20, 30 staff which rely upon me to make the right decisions amongst understanding that that's going on. Um, and, and as a, a business owner, you have to be the, the rock at all times and make logical decisions, not emotional ones. So that was, a, that was a, a challenging time. I always have the supreme confidence I'll get through anything. So it wasn't so much, um, it didn't like have an emotional toll on me, but it was challenging, and to most, maybe not get through it because it's you know you can realise everything's on the line. Again, thankfully the stock came within a month. The stock's turning around. You know we had great success in Black Friday, um, and it could happen again. And, and I think to that point is that if you're so confident, you put your money where your mouth is and kind of burn all bridges. Like if that failed, there's a problem. I need to sell part of the company. I need to go to the bank, and I need to have a bailout um, and sometimes when you put that pressure on yourself to succeed you always succeed because you've got no choice you either sell your baby which in the company is this instance or you give you have a you know an alternate perspective who you answer to in the form of an investor which takes away the you know the, the joy factor it becomes more oh I need to return the money I've borrowed and I have to make decisions based on money not decisions based on 
you know, the art itself. Um, and, and cash flow is, is so hard. And uh, especially with a lot of these new forming companies, they believe we get a product, we mark it up high because we're going to go to wholesale. Someone's going to come, um, you know, a high, street, a high street company, they're going to come, they're going to buy all our stock, happy days. No, I'm not. It's, it's not saying it's not the best, uh, not the right way, but I don't believe it's the best way because they pay you in 90 days if you're lucky. The moment that that stock stops selling, they'll throw you out the, the store and you've got no online traffic. Uh, and some people even um, delegate logistics as well. And you know, you don't know what someone is doing to your package when it receives to a customer. They could package the wrong thing, they could make it look messy, and all of those little things are vital. You're serving a customer, the customers own you, you don't own the customers, and that's what people forget. Um, and without cash flow, you've got nothing. Um, but again, I think people look for the quick wins. They are, fashion is the cool thing to do right now, and entrepreneurs are an even cooler thing to do. But uh, again, I guess it all ties back down to making the logical, correct business decisions, not let's make a product, let's get it in as many stores and look like we're succeeding. But when you do a, a research in the company, there's nothing there. And I see this too often, and uh, I guess, you know, with, with the introduction of Instagram, life is smoke and mirrors most of the time. Uh, what you see is not real 90% of the time. Um, and everyone gets caught up in that is the way to succeed, and unfortunately, it's not. Most likely, that's the way to fail. Not just fail, be unhappy, depression, you know. There's, there's so many cases of it because they, they, um, people make decisions to please other people, and if you're not up to scratch, you are deemed inadequate or you feel inadequate and you should never let anyone make you feel like that. You know, everyone's running at their own pace and you'll get where you need to get to if you make the right decisions and you put in the work and you do not come to LA and get caught up in the lifestyle and you see all these cars and all these houses and you see all these um, Instagram famous people who look like they're having a fantastic lifestyle but behind the surface, are they happy? Do they even have what they portray? Um, it's really hard, like, uh, it's really hard. But yeah, bro, I, I, I'm looking forward to the future of Brand yeah. TV. I think it's inspiring what you're doing. Yeah. You need to keep doing it, you need to keep sharing what you're doing. <laughs> I know you're focused on the business. I'm always, you know, hitting you up and saying, listen, share more, because yeah. I think sometimes we're so excluded uh, in the, in yeah. the business and the, the what we're doing that we forget that people are still stuck on the limitation. Oh, yeah. And as many as those people may convert onto following their dream, <laughs> as opposed to those that won't, yeah. but like the ones that do, you know, they're the ones that are going to do something else for the future. And I think that's kind of where we're, where we're at as, as, as artists. As no, no, 100%. It's, it's just spark, you know, because I think the dream is for everyone. Yeah, it is. All, all we're here is for to, to, to spark the next generation. I think what you're doing you have been doing how you do it what you share yeah. Instagram uh, personally mm -hmm. it's inspiring we'll keep doing it oh, I appreciate it and, I, and I'll try um, again as you said I'm torn between not making it about me and, yeah. and doing my business and creating that to provide to the masses but I think it's, it's uh, a case of I have a duty now to share what I've obtained and, and I do do that on Instagram as you said I like to give out I like to give out everything yeah. um, if anybody can take my spot, that's my fault, not theirs. They did their job. So I think it's a duty to me to, to, to speak more, to, to do more interviews, to give more sound bites, you name it, I need to do it. So I'm sure we'll uh, connect in a, in a very new future again. Of course, of course, of course. You can't get rid of me, brother. Yeah. Listen, Love always me. power.